Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. Alhamdulillah, na'amaduhu wa nasta'inu wa nasta'gfiru wa nu'minu bihi natawakkalu alayhi wa na'awuzu billahi min shumina anfasina wa man sayyati a'malina man yahya Allah falamudilalahu wa man yudlilahu falahadiya lahu wa nashadu la ilaha illa Allahu wahdahu la sharika lahu wa nashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasooluhu arsaluhu bashiran wa naziran bayna yaday as-sa'a man yuti Allah wa rasooluhu faqad rashada wahtada wa man ya'sima fa'innahu qad gawa وَإِنَّهُ لَا يُدِرُّ إِلَّا نَفْسًا وَلَا يُدِرُّ اللَّهَ شَيْئًا إِنَّ خَيْرَ الْحَدِيثِ كِتَابُ اللَّهِ وَخَيْرُ الْحَدِيثِ مُحَمَّدٌ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَلَيْهِ وَسَلَّمَ وَإِنَّ خَيْرَ الْأُمُورِ مُعَاذِمُهَا وَشَرَّ الْأُمُورِ مُحَدَّثَاتُهَا وَكُلُّ مُحَدَّثَةٍ بِدْعَةٌ وَكُلُّ بِدْعَةٍ دَلَالَةٌ وَكُلُّ دَلَالَةٍ فِي النَّارِ أَمَّا بَعْدُ فَأَعُوذُ بِاللَّهِ مِنَ الشَّيْطَانِ الرَّجِيمِ بِسْمِ اللَّهِ الرَّحْمَنِ الرَّحِيمِ قَالَ تَعَالَى فِي كِتَابِ الْمَجِيدِ أَلَمْ نَشْرَحْ لَكَ صَدْرَكَ وَوَضَعْنَا عَنْكَ وِزْرَكَ الَّذِي أَنْقَضَ بَحْرَكَ وَرَفَعْنَا لَكَ ذِكْرَكَ فَإِنَّمَا عَلَى الْأُسْرِ يُسْرًا إِنَّمَا عَلَى الْأُسْرِ يُسْرًا فَإِذَا فَرَغْتَ فَانْصَبْ وَإِلَى رَبِّكَ فَارْغَبْ Brothers, we just, I just recited the Surah Al-Ashrah, Al-Nashrah. This is Surah number 94. This Surah, we can actually discuss the, the, the translation, inshallah, the, the historical context to the Asbab al-Nizul, when Rasulullah, when it was read to Rasulullah sallam and how we apply this surah in today's uh, world and to this time. So the translation of the meaning of the Quran is that, have we not opened your chest for you, O Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and removed from you your burden, which weighed down your back and raised your uh, fame high. So verily with the hardship, there is a leaf. Verily with the hardship, there is a leaf. That is, there's one hardship for two, uh, for one hardship, there are two reliefs. So when you are finished from your occupation, then stand up for Allah's cause. And to your Lord alone, turn all your intention, hopes, and your invocations. So this surah, when you look at the Asbab uh, al-Nasul, or the, 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 uh, the context of when it was revealed uh, during the time of Rasulullah this surah came very, very early in the time of the, uh, uh, the prophetic, uh, uh, when the Rasulullah was given the, the messengership. Not too many surahs were revealed at that time. But even though the message was not completely revealed, the opposition came strong and fierce. And the people in the Makkah, they knew what this la ilaha illallah means. So there is no ilah, there is no anybody else who is going to be the Rabb, who's going to get to make something lawful or unlawful. The way, the things that they were enjoyed by the, the people of the Quraysh at that time, especially the elite. They used to make something halal and haram for the people. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, well, la ilaha illallah, that he is the Rabb, he's the only Rabb, and he's the one who's going to legislate and make something lawful or unlawful to the people. And the people or the elites will have no business in that. They understood the message, La ilaha illallah. And then the opposition came swiftly and strongly. So Rasulullah obviously he knew that he has a mission from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to, to, to make the rules of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala dominant on the face of the earth. And to actually take the people away from the zulumat, from the, from the darkness 
of the uh, the sharing partners with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whether it's sharing partner in the worship or sharing partnerships in the legislation. All those sharing has to stop. <coughs> so he knew that so there's a heavy task. And this was the one that actually was uh, uh, making his back weighing down. That's what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran. And this, this is where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala actually revealed these two surahs, Surah Al-Duha and Surah Al-Nashra. And these surah is, uh, makes it like a one unit. Because they both are actually telling Rasulullah that there are difficulties that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Duha that had, had he not found the, uh, the orphan and he, he actually uh, gave you that uh, um, uh, the guidance of the warm uh, um, embrace of your family and also that he, you, were, uh, you were poor and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made you honey and then uh, he actually gives, recounts all the, the favors that he has done to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala giving him a reassurance in this surah that he has not left you alone and he is there to to help make this deen successful and dominant over the uh, over all at the end or all other ways of life so this actually um is 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 interesting because they both come together and this surah is like the continuation because in the uh in surah duha allah subhanahu is using the same way of style of actually talking to rasulullah and the same style continues in surah nashra Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, Alam nashrah laka sadrak, have, have we not opened your chest for you? And so this is something that uh, the, way, the weight that was weighing you down, essentially, that has been removed from by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then in the surah, surah duha, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is assuring Rasulullah that your Lord will give you all that so that you will be well pleased. This means that this is something, this is a promise from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that do not worry, do not actually uh, uh, buckle your back with the fear or the, uh, the, the weight of the, the task that you have at your hand. And this is actually interesting because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, in the Quran we see that uh, Musa alayhi salam, um, when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave him the messengership, he actually asked uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Qala, so he, Musa salam, was asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to open his chest and, and make it easier for him and easier the matter that he has, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given to him. And he actually asked about the yafqa qawli that, uh, um, uh, that uh, he, uh, removed the lukna from his uh, language, from the tongue, so the people could understand his language. And he asked for his brother to be uh, appointed as the messenger as well. So in that, uh, but in the story of Musa alayhi Musa alayhi is asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in, in the, the case of Rasulullah Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that uh, He said that he has already done it without Rasulullah sallam asking for it in the Quran at least. So, so this actually uh, was, in, uh, was the, uh, the, the, the context and that in that short brief period of time they started mocking Rasulullah sallam actually defaming him. They start calling him Majnoon, the madman. They call him Kahin, the soothsayer. They call him Shari, the poet. They, they were telling him all those uh, um, words to kind of uh, reduce or actually minimize the, the impact or the, uh, the, the elevated setup that uh, Rasulullah had. So uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying this in, in, in Surah, wa rafa'ana laka zikra, that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has raised the fame of Allah, uh, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So, 
when we see that anytime anybody wants to carry the message of Islam, when they want to change the status quo, change the, uh, the whatever the, the way of life that has been implemented to what that of the Islam, then the opposition surely will come. And if opposition is not coming to Adawakari, then they should check themselves because they, maybe they're not calling for the whole Islam. Because Islam is more than the, the spirituality and the, the morals. Islam is also a complete way of life. It gives us the, the laws to how to govern. It gives us laws how to actually set up our economic system, the judicial system, the, um, the educational system. All the systems of life come from the aqidah of Islam. La ilaha illallah Muhammad Rasulullah. So when Rasulullah started in the beginning, the, uh, the campaigns to malign him, to put him down, it was started. And that's the same campaign, the same tactics we see even today. Whenever somebody wants to, to malign somebody, they start talking about the, being the, the fundamentalist, the terrorist, or being be, be, be something else like that, right? Every generation has a different uh, catchword or phrase word. Actually, they, they want to put down the message of Islam and so that they create the obstacles, the barriers from the people and the, Islam, the Islamic way of life. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that he, Rasulullah should not be uh, feeling this, this bad because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who's going to actually raise his name above everybody else. And so it doesn't matter whether, whether we see the cartoons or the caricatures uh, uh, right now or we see the, uh, the, the other uh, accusations uh, or malignment that actually we see that uh, for Rasulullah or for the Islam or the Muslimin that is being done. We need to stay our course. And Rasulullah sallallahu is a hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu that a person is considered stingy or a miser who's really holding things tight. Whenever he hears the name of Rasulullah sallallahu he does not say sallallahu alayhi wa So whenever we see, uh, hear the name or the mention of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa we need to say sallallahu alayhi wa And we see that the, uh, the, the word Muhammad or the name Muhammad is one of the most popular in the world. So the name Muhammad is the one that has been widely given to the boys. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Quran, Inna Allah malaika that indeed Allah and the malaika, the angels, are the one who giving salawat to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he's saying, sallu taslima. Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin wa ala ala Muhammad sallallahu ala Ibrahim wa ala ala Ibrahim innaka hamidun majeed. So we see that the, the name of Rasulullah is being elevated. And whenever the name of Rasulullah is mentioned, it's mentioned together with Allah When we say the kalima, la ilaha, it's not complete until we say Muhammad Rasulullah So that's meaning that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given the barafa'ana like a zikr that he has actually raised the name of Rasulullah or the remembrance of Rasulullah much higher. And so do not worry about the, the people who are maligning you, uh, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. That's the, the comfort that Rasulullah subhanahu wa is giving um, when the, he is facing a lot of hardships. And the other uh, interesting uh, point in the surah Allah subhanahu wa is talk, talking about that there is, uh, like the Arabic language, the usr is talking about the al-usr. Uh, so this is the al, actually the, the uh, uh, the, the prefix of al-Asr is meaning that the one hardship, one hardship is being replaced by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by, by two eases. 
And this is the one that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala actually gave, giving us a comfort in this in, in, in this dunya and the comfort of Rasulullah sallallahu that even though that he is facing hardships, and boy, he, he did face a lot of hardship, even though he was the, the mahboob or habib of Rasulullah subhanahu wa ta'ala, right? Uh, but even then, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gave in the example, in the life of Rasulullah SAW, an example for us that even the most beloved of the creation, the best of the creation among the humans, he had to face a lot of hardship. So who are we to complain about the hardships? And we did not even face the level of hardship that he had to face that. And, we, and even with the, the mention of the word hardship, we, we, we take the, the back door and we run for it, or run for the hills. That's the problem. That's where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that we need to persevere. We need to do the sabr. We need to remain steadfast. We need to stay the course. And we should not run away from hardships. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that the hardship is followed by two evils. The two E's could be in this dunya, for sure. And some of the fuqaha say that one of the E's could be in the day of judgment. The day of judgment is one of the, uh, the most horrifying days that anybody can experience in their entire existence. So if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is giving us a hardship in this dunya, He can give us the relief in dunya and also on the day of judgment. So we should not shy away from the hardship. But what is that we have to do? We have to stay the course. We have to do the sabr. We have to remain the steadfast. We have to persevere. We have to stay, continue to call for the for the Islam. Rasulullah and his uh, tribe, the Banu um, Hashim, they were sequestered in the Shah bin Abi Talib for two and a half years. That was one of the, the harshest uh, boycott that was done to Rasulullah and his and companions and his family. The Khadija, she died off right after because of the hardships they were in. They were actually eating the grass. They were eating the, the roots of the, the trees because they had no food there. The, the kids used to cry. The whole valley of Matka used to actually be filled with the cries of the, the small children because of the hunger. But Rasulullah did not compromise. And that's the message that we need to understand and adopt and essentially do that. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, that when we are done with the, the saying to Rasulullah sallallahu and obviously saying to us as well, uh, that when we are done, when Rasulullah was done with all the daily chores, because we have to work to provide for the family. We have to do other things in the life. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that when we are done with that, we have to stand for him. Stand for him in the prayer to charge our batteries. At the same time, in stand for the haq of, of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to carry the message of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to make sure that the message of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala gets implemented and make, becomes supreme in the, in the dunya. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says at the end, وَإِلَىٰ رَبُّكَ فَرْغَبْ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that we need to go, go come back to and actually do ruju with Allah with the rahba. Rahba is the keenness, is the fondness, the longing, the center of attention, the center of focus. So the center of attention, focus, and then the one who's going to give us the ease, the one who's going to actually get us out of this trouble, the one who's going to give us the relief, is not the, the people in the dunya. It's not the kuffar. It's not the IMF. It's not the World Bank. It's not the, the, the West or the US or the, the, or the Britishers or, or the French or who, whatever you want to call that, the UN. The ease is going to come from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, 
So we need to make sure that we are actually looking for solutions, looking for the relief, but not from somebody else, but from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He is the one who is the one who gives the relief. When we talk about the application to our present time, one of the examples comes about the Afghanistan. We saw that Afghanistan, what happened? So they, more than 20 years, there was an unjust and brutal war of occupation that was actually inflicted upon the people of Afghanistan. And the whole world had turned their back. Now that they actually have kicked out the aggressors, now the whole world said because of the uh, um, saying of, uh, of the, the US, they are not actually putting, giving any help to the, uh, the people of Afghanistan. And rather, they are actually conspiring and actually giving the inducements or enticements to stay for them to stay away from the path of Allah So what is the demand now? The demand is that they do not implement Islam. They go and implement civil uh, system, meaning that no Islam over there, no comprehensive Islam. You can have Islam as the spiritual. You can have a small Islam as the, the morals. When it comes to the, the real life, like the economic system, judicial system, education, judiciary, the ruling system, they don't want Islam there. They're saying that if the, uh, the Taliban, they actually uh, assure them that they will have the civil state or they have implemented democracy, then the, all the gates of the help would be only open for them, whether coming from World Bank, or the IMF, or the US, or Pakistan, or anybody else. So they are being induced are coerced into abandoning their initial cause that they actually fought for 20 years. Now, this is actually a tough time for them because they don't have enough food for the people. And the winter is already there. And they don't have the, the supplies to actually with, uh, withstand the winter. They don't have enough fuel there. They don't have enough uh, the blankets or the, the sweaters to be able to keep them warm there. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala actually reminding us that with the difficulty comes the needs. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not going to give us the victory without trying us. Are we true to his cause or not? And that's the, the trial that is upon us. And we need to make sure that we stay and remain steadfast over there. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that in the Quran Surah Al-Ma'idah, ayah number 54, that he's saying that anybody who actually uh, does not implement or abandons the, the project of Islam, which is the making the, uh, the name of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala supreme, or implementing the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Anybody who turns away from that, who was, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying that, he will replace them. The, the, whomever is better, mightier, and more righteous in Allah's deen and the law. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is saying, one of the characteristics of these people, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Al-Ma'idah, uh, that they will not fear the blame of the blamers. They don't care what the whole world says. As long as they are following the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they are trying to implement the commands of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they will be successful. So we need to remind ourselves the struggle against the kafir or ta'ud is not easy. So this surah is, uh, uh, and the support that the surah is providing for both the surah duha and surah nashra is a must for anybody who is, who is struggling or actually doing the dawah to implement Islam. So this is a reminder that the two easiest follow the one difficulty or hardship. We must persevere and remain steadfast in the face of difficulty and must not waver from the path of the haq. May Allah subhanahu wa give us a tawfiq to follow his deen completely. May Allah subhanahu wa give us a protection from the despicable act of cherry picking. 
and uh, Islamic injunctions. أقول القول هذا استغفر الله لي ولكم ولسائر المسلمين فاستغفروه إنه الغفور الرحيم. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and Sira are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.